0: hello everyone and welcome back to the fresh slate podcast where we discuss all things modern spirituality positivity personal development and all that good stuff so it's just me today we're here with or i'm here (laughs) with another minisode so today is all about money this is gonna be really good buckle up maybe get some paper and a pen or just take notes on your phone or whatever Um, I'm also going to leave every single thing I say on here um, in the show notes, so I'm just going to leave all my notes down there. Um, But it's going to be pretty in-depth, pretty good introduction to personal finances, and this is like what I wish I had all in one place when I first started my journey and like started earning more money and everything like that, so let's just get started. We're going to go by steps, so... Step one, first off, and foremost, or what is that? Foremost and first off, I don't know. Um, It's going to be to track your finances. So you can do this manually, which is kind of a pain if you feel like uh, you have a lot of bills and stuff going on. If you're maybe younger, maybe you don't have so much going on. But um, it could also be through an app like Mint, or I don't know, there's like a billion of them. But Mint is really good because you can change the categories, it does it for you manually, and then you can also set up a budget. So you can set like $40 for clothes per month or something like that. And then it will notify you when you're reaching the budget or when you're over. I would recommend doing this for like a month or maybe just a week or two, but I feel like a month is solid because then you have your rent, your bills, everything's lining up. You have your two paychecks or however many paychecks you have a month, stuff like that. Um, So after you have that done, you can kind of look it over if you did it manually, then maybe separate it into categories really fast. So um, yeah, if you did it through the app, they'll do that for you. Um, But now separate it into needs versus wants. So needs are things like rent, gas, food, different things that you need to live. Um, and then wants are like subscriptions like Spotify or Netflix or whatever. Um, I even put my phone bill in there just because it's like, if I was really hitting rock bottom and I was not doing well, like financially, then I could, um, get a cheaper phone bill. Like I don't need to be paying $40 a month kind of thing. You know what I mean? So, or I don't need to have data. So that is a want for me. Um. A want would be makeup and clothes or food out, I feel like, um, because you can always just have groceries in your needs and then food out in your wants. Um, So my tips here would be to look at your needs and see if you're paying a little bit more than you necessarily need to. So for food, um, see if there's like things that you're picking up that you don't need to like extra dark chocolates, extra juices, extra little random sauces that you never use, you know. So implementing scarcity um, in one or two categories throughout your budget will be really good. So even if you are making more than you need to live and you're making like a really comfortable amount, um, or as a student if your parents are paying your rent so you feel like you have some leeway there with food, Um, I feel like implementing scarcity and setting yourself a budget that isn't necessarily as like low as you need to do it like you could splurge if you wanted to but you know that can be really helpful it keeps you on track it also keeps you humble because you just like won't um, creep up it's called like lifestyle inflation or lifestyle creep so like as you make more you start to spend more but that's something that I've been trying to be really mindful of and um, to keep my base um, expenses the same, even if I make more a month or the next month. Um, and, so, and then for wants, I have a little tip. Um, I heard this. Where did I hear this? Um, I think it was actually the Minimalist podcast, which is really good. I think it was there. Um, but you can imagine your wants as dials. So you can even turn down a need dial but like you imagine it as like a volume dial or like in a car or something like that and you can literally turn up things that bring you more joy so for me I feel like that's probably like skincare. I'm really like a skincare junkie or um, experiences for me so travel is like a dial that I always turn up because I would way rather like implement scarcity and turn down the dial of food then turn down the like the dial of experiences and of travel and especially gifts I like to turn that up because I feel like that's a really big thing for me and I have more joy in my life when I feel like I can take care of my friends that way and my family that way um so yeah and then Another category here, so you have your needs, you have your wants, and then you also have your allocations for future. So these can be um, either investments or sinking funds. So investments are going to be, obviously, um, like either general investing for, say, 20 years from now, you um, just like invest in stocks and bonds through an app or through a company, so you can invest through, you know, Charles Schwab, Betterment, Uh, you can get little apps like Acorns, Um, that's a really good place to start actually, so I'll put that below in the show notes, Um, so like, there's options here for investing, Um, you can do whatever you can afford, so you can do $5 a month, you can do $10 a month, Um, you can do a certain percentage of your income, or um, you can just do acorns, which would be um, a roundup principle. So I think they have this on other stuff too. I have betterment personally, um, and there's an app and a website. It's really good. Um, but it will round up every purchase I make to the nearest dollar. So if I spend like 175 at like a restaurant for fries or something random, then it will um, invest that 25 cents. Um, and then also getting a Roth IRA will be really good if you're older you probably aren't listening to this to be honest (laughs) Um, but then a 401k will be better for you but Roth IRAs are for more like young adult area um, and it's for your retirement so I would say just giving a little bit each month, whether that be $25, $50 to the Roth IRA will be really good. And that will get you a kickstart for when you get a real job with benefits, and then you can start going from there. Um, So you can just keep yourself accountable. And it's a really good learning experience too, to start investing early. And then the interest that you gain in investments compounds over time. So it's way better to start early than later, say like, 25 or 30, um, it's better to start earlier if you can. Um, and then for sinking funds, this is another want, um, but I feel like it's really good because you're saving for your future. Um, I just do it so that I'm less stressed when it comes to a certain big expense. So examples of things that I've saved for are, um, I'm saving my, for my 300-hour yoga teacher training, slowly but surely. Um, you can save for a six-month car insurance. So, like, if you pay your car insurance twice a year and it's 400 bucks, say, um, then you can save that $70 a month every month. And then when you get there, it's not a big deal and it's not stressful. Um, I like to even save for Christmas because, you know, then it's less stressful when I get to Christmas because I don't have to Worry about like how to budget in the whatever I'm spending a hundred dollars or whatever. Um, so if I just literally save like ten dollars a month, then I'll be set. And what I like to do with sinking funds is not put them in my put them in my monthly budget, but then when it comes to the point when I'm spending it, I don't have to put it in that month. So, for example, when I saved for my Spain trip. Um, I don't remember how much I saved a month, but it was, like, 60 or something like that. Um, it was just my travel fund, actually, um, and I ended up using it, but then when I got to January, I didn't actually write it in my budget. It was just already taken care of, which feels so good, like, it just feels really nice. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that way you're accounting for it chunk by chunk rather than all at once. Um... Like, this is for any expenses that are out of the ordinary. Anything that's out of the everyday normal expenses. Whether it be saving for a car, saving for a house, something like that. Um, So we have needs, wants, investments, and sinking funds. Dope. So um, once you have all that set up, once you've written it all out, um, you can see if it's working out as far as your... Income and like all your in and out goes. Um, And then some months you might have to not save for sinking funds. You might not be able to invest as much. Um, You might need to turn down some dials on your wants. You might have to not buy makeup or whatever it might be. But there you go. You have your base situation going on. So actually, you know what I should do? I'm going to link. Um, my spreadsheet my budget spreadsheet in the show notes it's super good it was actually a template on google so like i'm not taking all the credit here but it does all the little you know formulas it adds up all your income and all your expenses in different categories and then it puts it all into the like overview area and it's just really nice you can so there's a column for what you aim to spend And then what you spent. And then for the income it's like what you think you're going to earn. And then what you earn. What you're aiming to earn. So and if your earnings are always the same then there you go. But you could always put a little bit higher for like side gigs. And then see what happens at the end of the month. So it's just like something to shoot for. Um, And I'll change it up every month. So like if it's someone's birthday I'll put I'll chuck like 15 into the gift's category but like if none of my friends are having birthdays or family then i'll just put zero so then i know like no need not spending there and then i'll show you like a total and it's just really good so perfect and make sure to copy it so that you're not well i'll make a copy so it'll be perfect um yeah and then another tip i have for you guys is to diversify your income So I feel like this is a huge thing these days. Like, everyone's, like, diversify your income because, like, you know, all the budgeting gurus online are, like, online influencers, you know? Like, they have their YouTube channel and their, you know, like, all their separate things. But even for the regular, like, 9 to 5 or the student, it's still important to diversify. Wow, that word is so hard to say. Um, Because at least in my past experience like I've had one like two or three jobs um and then one will fall through or one will just not be like working with my schedule anymore because of like a class or something um or sometimes you just get paid less for something um I freelance and um in high school I tutored and like I babysat and stuff and then I got a real job like senior year um so I just feel like having a few jobs at once or just having a little side gig like Postmates or walking dogs, cutting hair um, is really good just in case something happens and just in case you're not able to um, make the paycheck for a certain gig you have going. Um, this might not be like applicable for everybody, but I feel like it's really good. And then also if you do a side gig, you might actually not need to pay taxes on that. Don't take my word for that, but yeah, maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but I don't think you would, so that's always a plus. Um, and then you just keep it fun. Don't get bored. I don't know, I get bored with jobs, so if I have like a few that are each 10 hours a week or whatever, then I'm like set because I never get bored and I can like switch the sides of my brain, you know? Start doing some different work that makes me excited for it, you know, motivated. So yeah. Um, And then here's some saving tips. I think I already mentioned a few tips, but we're just going to go into some general tips. Um, So for spending, because like, you know, I'll be shopping online. My friend will bring up something. I'll look in my closet and be like, I really want biker shorts or something random, you know? Like, it's not like I need these things, but I'm just like, fashion is fun, you know? Anyways, so I'll think of something I want, even if it's like a supplement or like random stuff. Um, and what I do is I put it on my 30 day wait list or wish list. Yeah. So it's like a wish wait list. Um... And it's not really 30 days because it's not like I notify myself and check it 30 days after I add something to it. But it's just constantly evolving. And I'll look at it sometimes if I want to like, I don't know, if I'm feeling frisky, I want to splurge some money. And sometimes even like 10 days after I added something that I really wanted, like even like a link to the thing, I'll be like, what the heck? I don't need that and i'll delete it and it feels so good because it's like had i impulsively bought it right when i wanted it i would have it but i would also be like 30 dollars broke or 30 dollars less rich <laughs> um but yeah stuff like that if it's like five bucks i won't put on the wish wait list but you know anything that's really good just start a note and start adding to it anytime you think of it um it, it can also, like, serve as a birthday or Christmas thing. So when people ask, you can just look at it and be like, oh, yeah, I, w- I did want to buy a candle or whatever it is. Um, and then something I touched on earlier, but I feel like is important, is lifestyle inflation. So the more you earn, try not to start spending more. So try to, like, stay in your same area. Um, maybe for some things like rent, it would make sense to start paying a little bit more because that really affects your life but when it comes to clothes skincare makeup um food even just trying to keep those to to the same amount as before when you made less that way you can actually save more as you earn more and invest more as you earn more rather than just like always feeling like you can't catch up you know so that's a huge thing and then adding a sense of urgency. I like this one. Because with the sinking funds, it might be like three years in the future. But it's something you really want to do. Like you really want to go to Fiji. <laughs> That's so random. You probably want to go like to Europe next summer or something. Um, so like add a sense of urgency of like even though it's in far in the future, you need to be saving for it. So... Another way of doing this is like just keeping up with your budget, having notifications on your bank accounts, on your checking accounts, and keeping yourself up to date with saving and investing even though you might really not need to at the time. But then the years slip by and you're like, why didn't I do that earlier? Um, So yes. And now for the most exciting part of this episode manifestation with money which is huge because you know how they say like the how isn't up to you like how you're making money how you are progressing financially is really like going to come down to spirit and to the universe but you just need to put out there the positivity you need to like for me something really important in knowing my personal finances, being super aware of my budgeting and everything is just putting out into the universe that I'm ready to receive more. That I am ready for abundance, that I will handle it well and responsibly. Um, It's like proving to your parents like that you can spend money responsibly and that you understand the cost and how crucial it is for your future. Then they'll like be like oh okay you can go get this job or you can have this money um but for the universe like it works the same way like to prove yourself prove that you are ready to progress financially um i feel like that sounds kind of intense but you know what i mean like just putting out those positive vibes and those feelings of abundance that's the most important so For scripting or for an affirmation for manifesting money, I say something like this. I am so grateful for the money I make in jobs I love every single day. I attract abundance and live an abundant life. I make blank dollars a month so you can put a specific amount of money that you need to make to live your fullest life. Now we're not talking like Your best life like living in a mansion traveling every day we're talking your best life where you are right now so for me that would be you know affording rent affording this amount of food every week affording this amount for saving um and this amount for fun and then adding that all up that's like my magic number that's my golden number adding all the needs and wants up and then from there, that's how much I want to make. Um so I'll say I make blank amount a month, which allows me to pay for rent, nutritious food, along with money for clothes and traveling and spreading the love. Stuff like that. So you can kind of just like really put it all out there, put out what you would spend it on, put out how it will make you feel. I love put like I love feeling secure and taken care of. I love being able to be a badass, financially independent woman, stuff like that, you know? Like, put it out there. And also, make sure to express gratitude for what you have now. Like, I'm so grateful for the money I make now and the abundance that I can have in the future, right? So, revisiting this every, you know, day or week, just pretty often or every time you do your budget, some sort of tradition that way so that you can continually put out those vibrations and continually increase your income or decrease your spending if that's something that will better you that way. Um, So like I mentioned before, you are not responsible for the how. It's really important to be educated and aware of how you're spending and how you're earning. However, you're not responsible for how you become financially independent. You're just responsible for your attitude surrounding money, and from there, you'll be able to move forward. So don't stress out out about it too much, you know? Just being educated and aware, then attracting that abundance is all you need to do. So, like I said before, be specific. Don't just say like, I make money, it's a good time, like, I feel secure, like, no, say like, This is how much I make a month in present tense as you're scripting. And I promise you guys, it works. The first time I manifested money was in February of 20, what was that? Yeah, last year, 2019, when I first started manifesting. So I was pretty new to the whole thing. Um, And I was basically just journaling. I had a really rough January and February and of course I had 2019 financial goals I had stuff that I wanted to save for I had a really big summer ahead where I had to save for my 200 hour yoga teacher training so I was kind of like getting a little anxious about that like you know I have to buy the flights and whatever it might be so I was getting stressed and I try not to um like attract that I just made sure to stay positive and I wrote in my journal scripted in my journal for a few weeks there, like every couple days, that I made $1,000, which, you know, I'm a student, so I was only working like 10 or 15 hours a week, just kind of keeping by, getting by that way. Um, I was still a freshman, so I was, I don't remember how much I made, in January, you know, I was only working like half the month, so I remember only making like $300 or something like that, um, I made like 150 at my desk job and like 150 at for graphic design. And then February, I made like 400 again, but it was like the full month. And it was because I just like had so many choir concerts. I was missing my desk job on Fridays. It was just like a mess. Like I wasn't making enough and it was starting to get to me. And so I was writing in my journal. I make $1,000 a month. And then that March was the first time I ever made $1,000 in one month. It was actually the first time since, like, summer. But summer, I was working full-time. So, like, it was insane. Like, I just put that number because I was, you know, like, okay, that would be awesome. You know? And that's, like, a really good goal to shoot for. But it wasn't something I literally thought would happen. So, that was insane. Um, Just saying... It can really happen and I continued that attitude of abundance and I continued working towards it and writing that number and lo and behold like April, May, I was just raking it in, you know, I was doing so well and so do not underestimate the importance of manifesting Um, and then for my last tip, it's just going to be for altering your mindset. So this is huge in manifestation. It's not something that's specifically like scripting or affirmations. This is just all in your head. So when it really comes to your mindset, you want it to be one of abundance and not lack. So you want to be thinking, you know, how beautiful your life is, how blessed you are, how amazing it is that you can earn this money and that you can afford these things and that you can live an abundant lifestyle. Even if it's not abundant in your eyes, you need to put that out there. And then when you're talking to friends, like don't just creep into that old habit of saying, like, I'm so broke, LMAO, like I can't even afford this burger. Like, don't make those jokes because then you'll put into the universe that you do think you're broke and that you don't feel the love in the financial area, and then you'll just attract more of that. Um, I feel like with me, my background financially in my family is very strange. Just to sum it up, like, we were really rich when I was, like, little, and then my dad got sued, we got bankrupt. I probably shouldn't be telling all this, but anyways, it's, eh, whatever. Like, no one knows me anyways. Um, so it's, like, it was just weird, you know, so we had a lot of money, and we were doing really well, Um, I was able to take dance classes, be in club volleyball, all these things, 2018, or 2008, crash came, and, you know, like, we had to start paying mortgage on the house, even though we owned it before, crazy stuff, like, we just weren't doing well, you know, and then my parents got divorced, and, you know, it was just then we were creeping into that scarcity mindset, you know, so I, I just really experienced two polar opposite experiences of money, I experienced one of abundance, and we can afford whatever we want, like, we are living that upper middle, well, really upper class, Phoenix suburban lifestyle, Um, to one of lack and one of, you know, what can we afford this month, like food or rent, you know, one of those kind of situations. So I had this, I grew up with this mindset of like, oh my gosh, I need to make enough money, I need to be able to support myself, even if my husband leaves me, stuff like that, you know. So I just like need to be supporting myself, even though society sometimes portrays it, or my church portrayed it as the husband making all the money. Anyways, I'm getting really off off track. But try to break free of this. You might have a scarcity mindset and you might have something from your past, but just be aware of how your past has affected and how your childhood has affected your thinking around money and then move forward from there. Like try to break free of that negativity. Try to move forward as yourself, as your young adult badass self. And before I end, I just forgot, I never talked about credit, but If you want to check your credit score you can either check it through your bank or through creditsesame.com both are really good both are free neither of them are scams don't find a scam just please don't do that because they'll take like i think they might take your soc or something it's crazy but anyways um and then maybe we'll talk about this in another episode there's just so much surrounding money but if you do want to increase your credit score just getting a credit card paying it off every single month in full, not the minimum payment, but in full, and then only using 30% or less of your total allowed balance is how you'll increase your credit score. And slowly but surely it will increase. You can't just like increase it all the sudden in one month, but I believe in you, girly. So I hope this helped you guys. I hope you had at least a few tips that helped you and Um, I encourage you to sit down and do like a little, a little financial revamp. I promise you, you'll feel so refreshed and so good and just ready to take on everything and anything. I hope you all have such a beautiful week and happy Sunday or whatever day you're listening to this. I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in. Bye.